You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You are tuned in to another episode of Unapologetic, and I am your host, Stacey Smith. And of course, I am joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Rayshon Payne. How are you this evening, Rayshon? Hey, hey, hey. It's good to be back in the studio. Hey, it's been a while. Feeling that for some reason tonight, that I ain't sorry. Yes, we are it's definitely me, going to be me, unapologetic tonight and talk about something that a lot of people don't talk about. And uh-huh. it's the element of being happy. So I know you guys are like, what? You guys are talking about being happy. Well, this is the thing. What truly makes you happy? Uh-huh. Not what we're expected, right. you know, what to we think what right. makes us happy. Because you'd be surprised. I've asked so many people, what makes you happy? And do you know the response I get? I don't know. Absolutely. And that's like, that's so, I can list off five things right now that'll make me happy, but we'll save it. But I just think that is so sad that I want people to really sit down with themselves. Mm-hmm. What makes you happy? Don't tell me your man, your girl, your kids. No, outside of all of that, individually, solely, by yourself, what makes you happy? Yes, yes. So we're yes. going to be talking about absolutely happiness, what makes you happy, steps that you can take to make you a happier person, and just acknowledging, you know, you living in your truth of how you can go about your life living happy. A, right, living happy. Right. This is happy. the thing. A lot of people don't know this, but the average life expectancy in this country is 78 years old. Mm. So a lot of people are like halfway there. And yeah, and it's like, okay, have you really been living, you know, I hate to sound so cliche, but your best life. But like, seriously, have you really been living your life in a happy way that if you were to die tomorrow, you could say, you know what? I left doing everything that I wanted to do or living my life on my terms or just having peace of mind. I was he. Sorry. That's what I thought about. Yeah, I mean, you know. That, that that's kind of like my theme song for my life. Like at my funeral, I want y'all to, you know, when they roll in the cast account, I want y'all to play that. Okay, you guys got that. <laughs> yeah, I want. We'll that. make note of that. And All if right. y'all don't, I'm haunting. Well, and another thing we're going to talk about too is that Rayshawn and I have taken a break from social media, and we mm. did it to yeah. actually help increase our happiness. And we'll talk about that it's as about well a, tonight. A, a, a cleanse, right? Yes, there. a little a cleanse. Of our souls. Yes. All right. But before we get into our topic tonight, you know what we always do? We start off with entertainment and celebrity news. We have to talk about what's going on with your favorite star. So let's hop right into it. All right. So speaking of happy, Pharrell Williams, you know, who is the singer, songwriter of the song Happy, you know, the Mm. one that we love. We're going to play tonight. Godfather Happiness. Well, he recently sent our president a cease and desist form. Because he was playing, the president was playing the song Happy <laughs> at one of his events. And Pharrell was like, no, nope, nah, not for you. <laughs> you can't do it. Not going to let you play it. So Damn. he was recently playing it at a political event in Indiana. And Pharrell had to send him that cease and desist letter like, nope. Not you know, happen. what's so funny is all this backlash Trump is getting, it would not surprise me in 2020 if they say that Trump is still our president. I just feel that. I, I just feel it. Even though we have an election coming up very soon, and we do encourage us, me and Stacey here at Apologetic, encourage everyone to go out there and vote. Use your right. Absolutely. But I still think, like, I see all this backlash. But because a reason why I say that is 
no one's stopping this man. Like he does what he wants. So I, 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 you know what's so interesting about that is that I actually thought about that the other day because I'm like he really does say and do whatever he whatever he wants, and it's like we didn't allow other presidents in the past to do these types of things. So it's it's just really interesting to me. It's like is it because he has like this celebrity status that he's able to get away with more than, you know, being a political figure because that's not his background, no, right? He's no. a businessman and he actually turned into like a celebrity. A celebrity right. So it's like, is that why he's able to kind of get away with a lot of this? That's what I'm, I, I'm thinking. Like I would have said him one of them charade shirts. The who going to check me, boo? Because, hey, if anybody. No one's checking him. Dog, I'm trying <laughs> to tell you. Hey, not at all. All right. Well, speaking of check me, boo. One of our favorite characters may be going bye-bye. Now, I don't know if, Rayshon, you're a fan, but, you know, I, I'm a fan of an occasional, you know, movie here or there. Medea. Yes, Tyler Perry's character, Medea, is coming to an end. What's with the bell ringing? That's like applause. <laughs> That's like, yes, finally, we're putting this dead horse to rest. Okay, well, uh, regardless of your opinions <laughs> about the films, look, she's been a staple. Okay? She has, but I, come on now. Like, we can honestly say Medea has went way past her time. Well, he's planning to kill her off next so is year. So Medea goes to hell? What, what's, what, what's the next one? It's going to be Tyler Perry presents a Medea family funeral. Ah, okay. Yes, so it will be Medea's last Hurrah. Hurrah. Yes. So, wait, so if it's the funeral, so is she playing with a ghost? Is she dead? Like, so. I like, guess they're going to kill her off. I don't know. But come on now. Let's, let's keep this real. All our, fa- like, our favorite icons have died and come back. Mind you, Freddie, Jason, Jay Z. This share, come on now. So I see Madea like he's doing this, and then three years later, Madea returns. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Tyler Perry. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Not at all. Yeah, not at all. But he knows what he's doing. You guys can expect that film to come out next year. So if you guys are a Madea fan, you but know. you know I probably would go see it because I saw the first Madea movie, mm-hmm. so I probably go see this one. All right. Well, listen, speaking of bringing things back, Countess Vaughn. Oh, God. From, you know, the Parkers, 227, Moesha. She wants to bring back the prom, the Parkers. How do you feel about that? Uh, They have to do it smart. Like, where they at in life? Like, come on. Like, Kim still can't be that dumb. Mm-hmm. Monique still can't. Oh, no. She ended up marrying Professor O.V., right? Yeah. Yeah, she ended up marrying the Professor. So, I mean, how they going to do it? I don't know. But, okay. She has only expressed interest. We now, didn't say it was going to happen. Now, they bring it back. They have to make, like, her the Monique. And, like, she has a daughter now. Mm. So, like, that's the way I can see it. They can do it like that. But, like, how old would this daughter be? I don't know. Like, she just need a job. She's looking for a check. Hollywood <laughs> Divas, I don't think, got renewed for a second season. No, another I season. It. I liked Hollywood TV. I'm saying it was cool, but is it back? Is it on? I, I haven't That's seen it. We'll have to ask Carlos. Shout out to Carlos King. We'll go ahead and send him a message. He is from the D. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so big ups yeah. to Carlos King, the producer Absolutely. of Hollywood Divas. All right. Now, here's another interesting story. And I'm actually excited about this because it involves one of my favorite 
legendary movie stars, and it's Eartha Kitt. So uh. your girl from Girlfriends, Keisha Sharp, she played Monica <laughs> on the show Girlfriends. She's actually producing and planning to star in an Eartha Kitt biopic. I hope she's not playing Eartha Kitt. I, I, I said star. But. Set to star and produce. Set to co-star and produce. Okay. She can't play Earth the Kid. I'm just saying that's what it says. I mean, don't get me wrong. I ain't say nothing for Miss, the lovely Miss Sharp. She's a beautiful, talented actress. She was actually in Leprechaun in the Hood, if anybody believe, remembers that. You know, everybody had to start somewhere. But the, uh, the, the Earth the Kid was a bit, you know, on the fair skin side. And, you know, Keisha is one of our more beautiful chocolate sisters. So I don't know how that's going. Well, according to Deadline, she has teamed up with her husband, Brad Sharp, to develop and produce the Kit biopic based on the 2013 biography written by John Williams titled America's Mistress, The Life and Times of Earth the Kit. Now, not only will Sharp be working behind the scenes of the project, but she will be starring as the late legend who's best known for her work as Catwoman in the 1960s Batman TV series, as well as her musical hit, Santa Baby. Okay, she just better nail that accent. That's all I'm saying. With the growls and the blurs, yeah, all that. Because, you know, Hallie never quite got that, if y'all saw her. Hallie tried to do that? You remember Catwoman? When she was Catwoman. Oh, yeah, I never saw that. Oh, you ain't missed none. Remember, she won a Razzie for that film. Mm -hmm. Right, for Lisa. Yeah. The same year, I think she won an Oscar. So it was like, yay, and yeah. So, yeah. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. I know you don't feel like it's the best cast choice. No, but I love Eartha Kitt, and I love Keisha. So I think, like, but she better act her ass off. That's on her. They're going to talk about it like a doll. Yes, yes. And for our final celebrity story of mm. the evening. So, you know, there's been a lot of controversy surrounding the Super Bowl halftime show and how Rihanna actually turned it down. But producer and, you know, rapper in his own right, Jermaine Dupree thinks that his peers shouldn't turn down the Super Bowl. He says that they should send a message while on stage and take advantage of the platform. So how do you feel about that? I see both sides. You know I me. Mean. Uh, I see people taking a stand, you know, the knee, Colin Kaepernick and everything. But, I mean, at the same time, if you do the Super Bowl, remember how Beyonce made that, you know, such a strong statement, you know, shout out to the Black Panthers. If you do it that way, I mean, yeah. I mean, I see both. It's a double-edged sword. It's hard. It's kind of like when Chrisette Michelle has sung at the inauguration. And how her purpose was to make sure that we were represented and we had a voice, but a lot of people didn't see it that way. That's all I'm saying. Like, I get it, but a lot of people ain't going to see it that way. Well, he said, quote, boycotts and marches just don't seem to work to me. I'm sorry. I think they should send a message while they're on stage, take advantage of the platform. The more people speak on it, the more they talk about it, then the more people feel like it's something that they have to address. I feel like people ignore boycotts, end quote. Truthfully, I be how long we been doing that though? He has a point. How long we been marching and boycotting? I mean, did we boycott the bus system? I mean, we that how long ago was that boycott in Montgomery? How long ago was that? I, I'm not sure, but it was a long time. And that's all we still got. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know that history fact because I should, but I'll look it up. No, later. I think it was like in no, it, it was a rhetorical question. You didn't have to know it, but yeah. I'm just saying, you know, it was a while ago. And that's still the only tactic that we have is boycotting and marching. It's kind of like I see his point as let's find another tactic to, you know, kind of attack this situation. 
But at the same time, I see Rihanna like, no, no. Well, it lasted for over a year. I just looked it up. How long ago? It lasted for over a year. No, how long ago was it? That was in 1955. Now, that I did know. Now, see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. How long ago was the first boycott? So, yeah, it was a year and 15 days. And we're still boycotting from 1955 until now? What was that, like over 60 years ago? Come on. Like, we need another tactic. We need other plans. If boycotting is, I mean, sometimes it's effective, sometimes it's not. Well, let me say this in regards to that. I feel like the only way that that could really be effective in regards to, you know, Colin Kaepernick and the NFL is if all of the NFL players were on the same page. Absolutely. Because you can't do anything if nobody's going out on the field. But unfortunately, I don't think that's something that's going to happen. I don't see that happening anytime soon where, where they all, all unite and take a stance. But that that's the only way I see it being effective. I, to, I told Stacy, you know, a lot of people for any new listeners out there and people who don't know me and Stacy are not just, you know, we come together every month and do this. We're actually like real good friends. So didn't we have a conversation when I told you that what if black people took a strike on just doing everything like from sports, from entertainment and everything? Like what would happen if we just didn't do nothing for like two years? That's the same kind of the same thing what you're saying. How right. if all the black athletes, especially in the NFL, did not play, what would happen? But if all of the athletes didn't play, what if all of them? Didn't well, that's play? not going to happen. But what I'm saying is, but I see if, what you're saying. Yeah, let's say if 80 percent took a stand and said, "Nope, we're not playing," and that's pretty much like 80 percent is people of color. <laughs> that's issue is real in the NFL. So that's what I'm saying. What if they just said, nope, we're not doing nothing? Because keep in mind, the salaries that these players make and the incomes that they have, they can take two years off and still be totally fine. You're scared. You're a coward. I'm, that's, no, fuck it. We unapologetic right now. I'm just saying you can do that. You choose not to because you're scared that you're going to lose whatever it is that you think you have, mm-hmm. which is nothing. Because guess what? Somebody still signs your check at the end of the day. Well, all right. There's Sean's unapologetic approach on Colin Kaepernick and the NFL. All <laughs> right. So we're going to go and take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our topic tonight, which is being happy. Happy. You know, so many people don't know what that means. Because believe it or not, I am happy, despite what people may think. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> we're going to listen to the first song for the evening, which is Happy by Pharrell. So. Really? And another sad love song? We are back on Unapologetic, and that was Pharrell with Happy, Happy. which is the perfect segue into our conversation and our topic so, tonight. If you don't like that song, you ain't got no heart. You know, it's funny. I remember when that first, um, I'm sorry, when that song first came out, uh, a good friend of mine, Marcus White, shout out Marcus, um, he was playing it. And I'm like, what is that? I had never heard it before. And he's like, you have to be just like the most dead person on the mm-hmm. inside to not move Absolutely. if you hear this song and you are not affected at all. And when he played it, I was like, oh my gosh, like it's just so infectious. Like you can't not like it. It just makes you feel better. just brings you in a happier place. And you know, just all around, it makes you feel happy. I know. As cliche as that is. I know. I know. I know it's a little corny, but it's true. Yeah. 
All right. So we're talking about happiness tonight. So in case you guys are wondering, like, okay, where did that come from? It came from something that I saw on Facebook, actually. So if you guys are unfamiliar, there is a TV show on Facebook Live. Oh, we got a caller. We got a caller. Hello, caller. Hi. Hi. Who am I speaking with? Xavier. Hi, Xavier. Hey. It's our friend to the show, Xavier. Oh, Xavier. Hey. What's going on? Well, Thanks you know what? Calling. This is the perfect person to call in it. because she, you know, has a background in psychology and therapy and helping others to become more happy. So I'm so grateful that you called in, Xavier, so that you can join in on the conversation. Hmm. Let me ask you. Why do you think that there are so many people out there that don't know what it takes for them to be happy? Because that's a question if you ask people like, well, what makes you happy? A lot of people say, I don't know. Why do you think that is? Um, I think that because I think at an early age, we're kind of like taught by like TV and magazines what happy is. And it's not until you really get to start, like, living life as you get older to see that it doesn't really, like, happen like that. And that's not happy. It's interesting you said that. I was having a conversation <laughs> with my mother. And, um, like, we was out somewhere and, like, a song from the 80s that came on. It was, like, you know a song from the 80s that sound like it's from a movie? It was one of those songs. And I was telling mm-hmm. her that... I remember watching like TV back in the 80s, you know, like what Full House and, you know, all, all those TV shows that show, you know, the, the what they thought was happiness. And I remember mm-hmm. saying like my life wasn't like that. And I remember trying to have my life look like it was on TV, how you tried to say the image that they sold us. This is happiness, you know, having a, a loving family, having this and having that. This is what happiness is supposed to be. And I remember not having that and saying, well, I'm not happy because this is what happiness is and I don't have that. Well, yeah, before uh, Xavier called in, I was saying that I was inspired to do this show because I was watching an episode on Facebook um, of Jada Pinkett's show, The mm. Red Table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Red Table Talk. Mm-hmm. Really great show um, for those of you that haven't watched it. You know, check it out. And they were talking about, well, Will was on the show. Will Smith was on the show. And they were talking My about God. their marriage and they were talking about, you know, what really made them happy. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because Will's like, look, we had the best house. I built this huge house. We got, you know, all this money. You know, the kids are great. You know, Willow had her music career with Whip My Hair. Like, Jada, what do you mean? We're not, you're not happy. You have it all. Right. And she's right, like, right. I don't want this. Like, this is not what makes me <laughs> Be happy. happy. Right. Um, yeah. And right. so I thought about, you know, just ordinary people like they're celebrities. Right. We look at them. We're like, they have it all. So it's like, what about ordinary people like, you know, you and I like what, what makes, makes us, us happy? happy? Like Xavier, name me one thing that makes you happy. My kids. I knew you was going to say that. Nah, that's safe. <laughs> that's safe. That's safe. Okay. Outside that's, of your that's kids. That's what you say. I mean, obviously yes. I love my kids and they make me I know. Happy. And you're right. Um, that's okay. But what, what you as I, even like as outside of being a mom, wife, all of that, what makes Xavier happy? Wow, that's such a loaded question. See what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, like it's, 
It might sound crazy, mm. but like laughing. Mm. Like laughing okay. is, I mean, you know, people say that always oh, good medicine, but like for me, like laughing and being in the ability to smile, it just does something to me. Like I have laughed at myself. Like I'll be laughing and then laugh some more because it's so funny. Um, I, but yeah, you I, know, so, so I don't know. It's just laughter is very, it makes me happy. So seeing other people laugh, like my son, he has this fake laugh <laughs> that he'll like, we'll be laughing at something and he'll just laugh because we're laughing and it is hilarious because <laughs> he has no idea what we're laughing, but he wants to get in on it and it's fake, but it's hilarious. He don't want to be left out. There ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> like, I get it. You know, I like that one laughing. Okay, well, Rayshawn, because I actually challenged some of my friends today, and I asked them, okay, what makes you happy? So since Xavier answered it for us, Rayshawn, tell me, what makes you happy? Oh, Lord. I was going (laughs) to say the first one on my list, but I'm going to say that one for later, because that one's so important. But the one thing I mean, music. Music Mm. makes, like, I always tell people, music is my bestest friend ever, because, like, it knows what to tell me. It doesn't judge me. And really, you can get high off of music. I'm telling you. Like, I get goosebumps when I'm hearing, like, certain songs. Like, happy. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 happy. Like, for real. Exactly. And, you know, like, Stacy will kind of tell you, like, it's a performer inside of me that just wants to just get out. If you, anybody was at the On A Run tour that was sitting next to me, I apologize because like, <laughs> I lost my complete mind at that concert. Oh, yeah. He definitely thought he was on stage as well. Like, at one point, people were, like, turning around and looking at him because he stole Beyonce and Jay-Z shine. Like, how do you, first of all, how do you steal Beyonce shine? Hey, what can I tell you? So music, dancing, that makes me, like, that is what I'm, like, at my purest joy. Like, not even happy, just joy. So I love, like, music. So, yes, that makes me happy. Now, Stacey. we were, ta- well, let me go back to this. Okay. Because we were talking about, before we um took a break, we were talking about how you and I took a social media fast. Mm, yes. Um, And so I had noticed Xaviera, you know, you're one of my really good friends, so I-, I can let you know this along with the rest of the world right now. I was obsessed with Instagram. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah. went, okay, so you know how, like, on your phone you can see how much time you spend on specific apps? Really? Yeah. I didn't need to know that. I didn't know that, right. <laughs> yes. Well, I had <laughs> spent, like, 55% of my time on Instagram. Oh, wow. And I was like, whoa. Wow. Okay, it, it, that's it, a lot. It, there was crazy people. She don't even post. I know, is so crazy. Right? It's like a red one she posts. Right. I'm one of she those. But at least I like stuff. I like. <laughs> yeah, I comment. Like. Um, but I I use it more for, like, trying to see what's going on. Like, trying Nosey. to stay in the know. Okay. That's Nosey. what we're looking at it. Um, I'm but, guilty of that. <laughs> but I noticed that it was really affecting me. And what I mean by that is, number one, I wasn't as productive because how can you be productive if you're constantly on your phone? Scrolling. Right. Scrolling. (laughs) So that was number one. I was losing productivity. And then number two, it was really making me insecure about who I was because I was starting to compare my life to the images that I saw on Instagram. Now, what people have to keep in mind that I had to remind myself of is that people post what they want you to see, not necessarily what's real real, Mm -hmm. or 
It could be genuine mm-hmm. moments, but the reality is they have some moments that aren't so good as well. But they're we, not going to show those. Right. We didn't see what it took to get to whatever moment you're posting at this. Right. Right. Yeah, so, exactly. you know, I'm right. looking at all of these people, you know, they're traveling. They're in Dubai and, you know, they're Japan. Japan. And, all and, this. You know, right. they're living it up France and, you know, they have their Chanel bags and their red bottoms and they have their perfect husbends and their beautiful kids. And I'm like, well, how come I don't have that? <laughs> And then again, I don't think we're following the same people. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, and to kind of that's funny. And to think about what say, and again, it's not like what they're posting is necessarily quote unquote real in mm-hmm. their life. But if it's fake or real, you still kind of second guess. Well, what choices am I making? Right. You know, like I do want that, even if that's a real or fake. That is what I want for myself. And it's kind of like what Xavier was saying that again, that's the image that they put out there. That that is what equates happiness, and not necessarily. Absolutely. Because that you still a gay one. What makes you happy? Okay, so this Come is on. something that I'm probably gonna get a little bit of flack. For, you know, for saying this, but I'm going to be honest, okay? Because we're unapologetic, so I'm going to be honest. Something that makes me happy is financial security. And I'll tell you why financial security makes me happy. It's not money makes me happy. Because, you know, they're like, well, money can't buy happiness. It's not about that. They buying the wrong shit. (laughs) For me, it's more, (laughs) for me, it's more about peace of mind and not having to worry about how to take care of something, how to pay something. If something does go wrong, I don't have to panic. I don't have to freak out about how it's going to be resolved because I have the money to do so. So it's not about being rich. I mean, of course, who doesn't want to be, you know, wealthy, right? But it's just having the peace of mind of financial security that I feel safe in terms of my finances, that I'm not constantly running this rat race of chasing a dollar, living paycheck to paycheck and constantly struggling. And so that's something that makes me happy. Now, the reality is I've been in that position of paycheck to paycheck running that rat race, yeah. trying to figure out how I'm going to pay something. Unfortunately, that's eight, 80, over 80% right. of America. And it's right. a miserable, yes. uncomfortable feeling. Absolutely. So for me, I have taken that upon myself to say, okay, you know what? I know that peace of mind makes me happy when it comes to financial security. So I need to create more streams of revenue for myself so that I'm not constantly in a position where I'm in panic mode if something happens that needs money. You know, Absolutely. to take care of it. Um, so that's look, that's my unapologetic truth of something that makes me happy. But now, see, you said something powerful, and you probably didn't even realize. I don't know if Zaria realized it. You said peace of mind, because mm-hmm. that's actually on my list. I said peace. And you have to, and I think, and Zaria kind of backed me up, because you have this background in, you know, dealing with, you know, psychology, that a lot of people, the reason why they probably can't, say what makes them happy because they don't have peace mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you 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 it, it, i always tell people when they say i don't have time i have kids i have a husband i have a wife i have a job i have this you have to steal those moments of peace mm-hmm. by yourself no matter what it is sometimes i tell okay this makes me happy it's not on a list it's like a bonus i'm gonna tell y'all some Stacey, you don't even know this I would lock myself in the bathroom at work and scream. Just to make, like, like it, I'm frustrated. I work in banking. I'm in banking. Anybody who works in banking, you know how <laughs> stressful that is. 
people and their money. People, when it comes to their money, they just get dumb. Mm-hmm. So I have to be nice to dumbass people all day. <laughs> there you go. So I have to let out that frustration. And uh, on my list, what makes me happy is just peace. I have peace within myself and my soul. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. And I think it's because of, you know, they don't have financial security. Mind you, okay, yeah, I'm not rich by any means, Mm -hmm. but you have to learn how to live within your means. I know we want what we want, but sometimes our jobs ain't going to get that. But also to bring back a point that you just made, why do you want those things? Are those things that you want Mm. to make you happy? Because this is the thing. Have you ever purchased something that was really expensive and you were like really excited about it? And then the newness wore off and you were like, okay, it's just a watch or it's just a car or it's just some shoes, shoes, like whatever, right? But it's more of the emotion that's tied to the purchase. That's what made you happy. It was the emotion. It wasn't the actual item. Yeah. So I think people need to focus more on the emotion. What makes you feel good? Is it the fact that you can purchase those shoes that makes you feel good? Or is it the shoes themselves? Because there are shoes that are probably just as nice that are half the price. Is it the fact that you want people to think that you can afford those shoes that make you happy? Like, what is it really that makes you happy? Xaviera, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, I want you to kind of elaborate more on that and, and the emotions that are tied to happiness. You want to stay with us? Okay. You want to stay? Okay. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to go to our next song. And when we come back, we'll talk more about material things and happiness. Yes. So don't go anywhere. Right back at you. All right, we're back on Unapologetic. Hey. And before we took the break to listen to Ashanti's Happy, that's our theme for Hold tonight. On. You took me back with that one, boy. I was thinking about my college days. Man. You know, when we were happy. We, I was like, what, 19 <laughs> or something when that song came out? Let me tell you guys something. So, Xaviera is actually a really good friend of mine, and we met in college. And Xavier, I can say that I definitely looked up to you because Xavier was one of the first of us to have a car. She had a good job when we were in college. And she was always like, I I swear to you, Xavier, you always had money in college. I don't know what was going on, (laughs) but we knew if we needed some food, (laughs) if we needed some help, (laughs) we could go to Xavier. Like, Xavier had us. Xavier was that girl. So I can definitely say you made us happy in college, Xavier. You know what's so funny? I always got like a mother vibe from Xavier anyway. So it sounded like she was like the resident mommy. (laughs) Yeah, she took care of her friends. (laughs) She really did. I always got that vibe from Xavier. That, that, That nurturing vibe. You a water sign. What's your birthday? She's Sagittarius. So I'm Sagittarius. Oh, you a fire sign. Oh, that's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Dude. No, I think it came from being with a, growing, growing up with a big family. Ah. Which it kind of gets yeah. into something that makes me happy. Okay. And that's other people. Like my relationships, my like my friendships and relationships, they make me happy being around mm-hmm. those that I'm close to. But um, before y'all left, I wanted to say something um, with regards to what Rashana said is that it almost all of it being happy, knowing what that is, either if you're something that you bought or whatever it is, it still comes down to yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's really the basis 
So either if their person bought an expensive pair of shoes because they could afford it or because it's the, I'm not really up on the up and up on fashion. So if it's just, you know, what everybody's wearing as opposed to it was just a cute shoe and they got it, mm-hmm. uh, it still comes down to that person, how they feel about themselves. Okay. That's yeah, a great absolutely. point. Cause that's what I wanted you to address before we took the break. Like why is, it's so common for people's happiness to be linked to material things. And I think you just made the excellent point of it's not the item that is making the person happy. It's actually the fact that they're trying to impress or they're trying to do something to show that they can afford it. And they think that that's what makes them happy, but that's not really what happiness is about. If you're not secure within who you are, that you can wear a pair of shoes that cost you $20 or cost you $200. You'll never be happy. You'll never be happy. So you're absolutely right. Xavier. You have to find that happiness from within. So let me ask you when it comes to, you know, talking to people and, you know, you helping clients. And if someone says, you know, well, how do I become happy? What would you say? What steps would you recommend? Well, I would first want them to define what happiness is. Mm. Because, you know, we've definitely, we've used examples of things to explain what would make you happy. But what is, what is happiness? Is it just a feeling? Is it something that you can make up? Is it something that you just, that is, or is it, does it, do you have to have other things for it to make you happy? What, what is being happy to you? Mm. That's a really great point. And I think, you know, one thing that a lot of people don't realize is what you just said in terms of the emotion, like what stems that emotion within you? That's the key to finding out what makes you happy. So, you know, I challenge some of my friends and I'm going to actually challenge all of our listeners out there to write down 10 things Mm -hmm. that make you happy so that you can apply them to your everyday life so that you can actually start to live a more fulfilled life. I know that it's easy to get caught up in what you see on the media, you know, social, social media, all of the images out there of what life is supposed to be like. But I want people to Think outside of this box that has been created for all of us and do what feels good within yourself. Like, for example, a lot of people think that getting married, having kids, having that white picket fence is what makes you happy. And yet there are so many people that have that and they are miserable. Mm. And they're miserable because they thought that that's what's supposed to make me happy. That's what's portrayed, you know, on television, within our families, you know, me getting married, having this family, me having this big home. That's what's supposed to make me happy. But they're really miserable. So it's like take away what you think society wants you to be or who you think think you're supposed to be and focus on who you are and what makes you feel good. So I challenge all of you out there to write 10 things that make you happy. Now I shared one of them. So I'm going to actually share some more so you can have an example of kind of what I'm challenging you to do. All right. So Rayshawn, Xavier, are you guys listening? Mm -hmm. All right. So spending time with 
family and friends. That's something that makes me happy. When I'm with my family and my friends, it stems an emotion within me that makes me smile and it makes me feel good. So that's one of my things. Um, feeling confident about myself. When I'm able to walk into a room and I feel confident that whatever comes out of my mouth, people are going to listen to me. They're going to respect me. That's something that makes me feel good. So Sitting up straight, you know, having good posture. Those are things that actually make me happy. I know that's weird, but hey, that, that's me, okay? Um, using my creativity. It's important for me to have an outlet. So often when we're having, you know, stress in our day-to-day lives, because that's just something that's unavoidable. We're all going to experience stress. For me, being creative and getting out that energy helps me to manage that stress, which ultimately helps me to feel good. It makes me feel happy. Um, So those are just some examples of some things that trigger that emotion within me. Rayshon, do you have anything else you want to share in terms of what, what makes, makes you happy? Happy. Of course. So now I had a list. So it's like the 10 things I said. Sleep. That's like top of my list. Sleep makes you happy. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, it, it was so funny. Is you remember how kids, how our parents we used to make us take a nap, and we thought that was like the worst, like a punishment. Mm-hmm. Oh man, come on now. Yeah. Like I said, I try. I go out of my way to take a nap, like in the middle of the afternoon. Oh, I never got that ever. punishment. Really? Yeah, oh, I think my mom knew right. I like sleep. Now, so <laughs> I'm going to piggyback off of you. You like sleep. Uh, yeah, I like sleep. <laughs> Something I'm going to piggyback off of you is friends. I didn't say family makes me happy. Friends make me happy. The reason why, you don't pick your family. You stuck with them. Whoever whoever God said that was your mama, your daddy, your brother, your sister, your cousin, uncle, aunt. You had no choice. You pick your friends. My friends make me more happy than my family. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Um, believe it or not, learning. I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. I love to learn stuff. You know how you say you learn something new every day? Mm-hmm. Each time I learn something new every day, that makes me happy. It's like, I, I never knew that. That's why my head is so big now. Uh, believe it or not, working out makes me happy. I love running. You I'm just a- like the results. That's what makes you happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. I own that. Uh, that the last two is, is so funny because they can be totally polar opposites from one another. So the first, I will give you this one: sex. I don't give a goddamn. I'm still a man. Sex makes me happy. I don't care who is with, what it is, how it is. I'm happy when I'm having sex. Okay, I hey, I'm gonna keep it one hundred. And lastly, but definitely not least. That's why I say this could be totally polar opposite. God. God makes me happy. That's the source of my happiness, joy, strength, life. Anytime I think of where God has brought me from, because I've come up, some people don't believe a mighty long way. Some people don't believe, and that's okay. Because, again, you know, God, he ain't for everybody. Some people get with him. Some people don't. I've just seen him for myself. Certain things that I've mm-hmm. been through and came over, I know for a fact I couldn't done it what I got. So lastly, but definitely not least, he was first, actually, but I want to say him for last. Well, I do think having a belief system definitely helps people, right. you know, when it comes definitely. to feeling fulfillment and peace, you know. So whether, you know, you believe in God, you believe in Allah, you know, if you're a Buddhist, a Buddhist whatever, whatever you, call them. Yeah. you know, it 
definitely has, you know, shown that studies have shown that having a belief system and having, you know, faith in something definitely helps to get you through those tough times and brings some form of peace of mind for yeah. many people. Yeah, some some people call him the universe. Mm-hmm. Whatever your name for me. I come God. So. I think yeah. just having good energy yes. around makes people happy. That's Have you so ever cool. noticed, Xavier, like you can be, you know, having a great day and then you call someone and they are just having mm-hmm. like the worst day ever. And they just bring your energy all down. You were like, you know, I was having a good day until I called you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And that's why it's so important to keep positive energy around you because I've had those days where I was feeling really low in the dumps and then someone would call me and they were like super happy and it was like the transfer of energy was like, oh, okay, this person's really happy and it's making me feel better over here because I can't even be down in the slumps because their energy is so high. Yeah. It's contagious. Yeah. I I get get that from my my goddaughter. She's a sophomore in college which we talked about college one of the some of the best years of my life so when mm-hmm. she calls me every week to check in it like I like light up when like I see her name on my phone because it just takes me to a time where I was like oh you know <laughs> yeah so to be young like again that. right right <laughs> oh I'm gonna be forever young okay I'm you, you know what you're right my young. mom always <laughs> said to me she always said, you really are as young as you feel. She's yeah. like, I know it sounds cliche, but she's like, look, at the time when she said it, she probably was like 50. She's like, in my mind, she's like, I'm still 18. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still the same person. And I feel like your mind, like I said, I'm still a teenager, a slow moving teenager. I mean, I can't move as fast as I did at 18, but I still feel 18. Well, Xavier, we're so happy that you called. Thank you for calling in. Xavier calling made me happy. Yes, it made me happy as well. You guys made me happy. So I'm glad I called in. Yes, Yes, I'm glad you did too. All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again for calling in. Yes. And so for all of our other listeners out there, again, the challenge is to write down 10 Things that make, make you, you happy. Hey, and this is November, and we won't see y'all again until December. Be thankful for those things that make you happy, because Thanksgiving also makes me happy, because food was also on my list that make me happy, because I love to eat. I think yes, it's no. the serotonin in the sugar because, oh. you know, you love your desserts. What think it's the serotonin that makes you happy gives oh, you that, hey. you know, that high. <laughs> <laughs> I take it. All right, guys. Well, we are out of here until next month. You know how we do this. We do it every first Thursday of the month. So you guys be happy out there. Be thankful. And we will talk to you soon. Peace out.